Welcome into Fitness Fanatics on 93.7 A Ticket and theticketfm.com. Now here are your hosts, Jeff and Nicole Essig. All right. Welcome into the Fitness Fanatics. It is Sunday, February 26th, and we are kicking off our show with our a little crossover. Um, you know, we always have the, the spillover Monday through Friday with Sip and Jake and AD and Raph and, you know, kind of have both shows t- together. So um, our, our guest that we're having on isn't going to be with us till 10. So I thought it'd be pretty awesome to have the host of the show before us. Uh, Mr. Pete Ferguson to hang out with us for this first segment. Um, so our listeners, we get a lot of listeners, you know, on the podcast. Yeah, so definitely. Um, so I thought it'd be cool to have our listeners kind of meet, get to know you a little bit, and for you to talk about your show that precedes us um, on Sunday morning. So, no. Pete, how are you doing? You know, absolutely fantastic. Thanks, Jeff Nicole, for having me. I really appreciate. It. I want. I was thinking about what name I wanted it to be, like the core. You know, or something to kind of line it up so we didn't have to take sips, you know, whatever, the spillover, you know, whatever that little fifth, that little 10 minute now for your core exercises or whatever. I won't show off my two abs, you know, but um, we'll 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 keep it. We'll keep it G rated. But no, thanks for having me. Appreciate what you all do just for the community. But also, I know you talked about you're on your eighth week of that 10 week challenge and um, just kind of seeing the transformation of people and investing in people's health is is huge. Well, thank you. Thank you. So. Tell us a little bit about your show and how it, it, it all started. Yeah. You know, um, it's, you know, bigger than the score. It's on on 8 a.m. on Sundays. I um, really want to thank 93.7, the ticket, you know, Harrison. I know Rico stepped in once, but just DP, um, because it's been something, you know, people have always asked, like, what's it? It's, it didn't just happen about three months ago when it came forward. That's been a, a slogan and a motto, but something, you know, I've really worked to live by um, since I was involved in athletics. I got to give credit to my parents, Alita and Howard Ferguson, um, who, you know, basically stress that, you know, there's there's things bigger than whatever that final score is. And so when you think about, you know, a sports, it's a sports station and involvement, especially when we think about young people, you know, what are those things that go beyond the score? You know, we see the scoreboard, you see the stories on Saturday if you watch ESPN and game day and this, that, and the other. But it's those moments that we experience that are bigger than this, you know, that are bigger than whatever you see on the final score. And mm-hmm. and I've had so many of those moments in my life. I haven't always appreciated them, but I've tried to live by it. Um, I have a daughter who was very involved in, in athletics and extracurricular, and people would always say, you know, man, how do you feel? You get so nervous or you're so calm or whatever. And I I just would always say, like, I remember rolled off one day and I said, it's their journey and it's, and it's bigger than any score. And so that's what I hope the show has brought. Um, we bring some mainstream individuals, but we bring individuals whose stories that will, you know, empower, that will educate and will engage you. Um, to understand just, you know, everybody's not only got a story, but everybody's investing in a certain way. Well, here in, here in the kids on here yeah. is just like, yeah. I mean, they do such a great job. Yeah, like, yeah. I know how I- intimidating it was, like, for me. Yeah. I don't know if it's for you. <laughs> no, like, it was, the yeah. first time that we're on here, yeah. we're just like, oh, my gosh. Like, just kind of stumbling and trying to yeah. stumble our way through it. But the kids that you have on, they, it, it just seems they're, like, so poised. And they just do a great job. 
Well, and I think it's what you all provide. I mean, they get to listen to you. We say, hey, listen to the ticket. So the, the show the week before, listen, and they hear us, but they also hear you all. They hear AD and Raph. Um, they hear DP. You know, Harrison, you know, I got to give Harrison credit. I mean, he's here 8, 8 a.m. on Sundays, oftentimes after football Saturdays. It's a long day, you know, a long week of, you know, whether it be high school athletics and just makes the environment um, – you know, to be honest, conducive for, for scholars to be their best. And, and the, the knowledge and the, the insight that they drop um, is invaluable. You know, I keep, sometimes I joke and say, like, every week I feel like we get a line or two that we just need to put into a book. You know, right. when I ask them about, you know, what's a piece of advice that you'd have for your peers, but then what's a piece of advice that you'd have for adults and parents? And, you know, I think about Lasgren, you know, I, I think about Bria, who was just on, you know, Travis Turner, you know, um, you know, I can go on and on, um, you know, Nicole Haywood, Kaylee Danker, Ellie Hannans, you know, all of them have said very similar things like, let it be our journey, you know, let us, you know, um, give us insight, give us advice, but don't let us fail. And, and um, they come in here nervous, to be honest, they do. <laughs> yeah. we've, we've had a couple that were shaking, and by the time they got done, you almost couldn't grab them off the mic. Yeah. And so yeah. that's awesome. um, I think that's what it's about. Yeah, that's awesome. Tell us a little bit about yourself, like your your um, background in sports and yeah. kind of what you do with um, LPS as a whole. Yeah, so, you know, um, I I like to say I just turned 50. So, you know, AD and I celebrate the same month. And so I think he's trying to own the month, but I'm talking to him about <laughs> readjusting on some of that and claiming that. But um, in all reality, um, sports has always been, you know, a big part. Fitness has been a big part of, of my life. Um, my dad was military for 25 years. His motto was be all that you could be before 6 a.m. I was fine right. being all that I could be before 1 p.m., <laughs> you know, slightly after. After. Um, my mom was born in California, actually in Compton, California. Um, the significance is, is my dad was born in Nacogdoches, Texas, and he went to Vietnam twice. Um, he was poor, um, one of the first in his family to graduate, and didn't really have a lot of these opportunities when you talk about sports and things like that. And so ran. Um, he was a very um, good, you know, elite level racquetball player and played squash. And so that was one of the things he taught me. Very competitive football, you know, across the board. And then my mom, Title IX, but she was also a black female. And so growing up, she had brothers and, you know, she's the one who taught me how to throw a baseball and taught me how to run and she would get out there and race you. And um, she was just like, that was about it. And fortunately she passed away a couple of years ago from Alzheimer's. But I remember she just said like, she took such joy in watching my daughter um, getting the opportunity to play. She didn't get to see her in high school, but like in elementary school and middle um, doing that. And so, cause she, that was things she didn't get to do. And and I didn't really truly realize that till I was late, but they invested that into me. So getting back to, you know, my journey, I played, we lived in a number of different states. We moved from Washington State to Arizona um, to here. Um, you know, I played baseball, I um, played basketball, um, swam, <laughs> you know, soccer, you know, they had doing everything. My dad was the type of person that um, I had two paper outs. The journal started to have a morning and afternoon and I had two morning paper outs plus an afternoon one, but we would get up and after the paper out, he would have us run and we would run with his group. And it wasn't like a mile. <laughs> yeah. 
Like we lived in the Eastridge area and we would run around Holmes Lake and get back. And so what I did was I first, it sucked. I'm just not going to lie. It sucked. You but were, how old were you when you were you doing know what? this? I was, I was middle school. Okay. I was middle school. And, and I remember I would run and I would just try to beat them so I could get home and get in bed and get a couple extra minutes of sleep. Like it didn't make any sense whatsoever because then they'd come and it's like, hey, you're going to, what do you plan on doing today? And I always say, um, I don't know. Well, you're going to mow the lawn and wash the cars. That's not what I was planning. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, long story short, I got exposed to a lot of different things. I had the opportunity to play uh, football, basketball um, in high school. I did play baseball in Arizona. That's really what I thought I was going to do. I was first base and pitcher. You could play year round. Mm-hmm. We moved to Nebraska. <laughs> Weather's a little bit different. Right. Right. <laughs> and so I was like, I'm not feeling that. Um, then, you know, learn somebody said you should play football and I thought everybody played quarterback or receiver or running back <laughs> I weighed too much that they were like you're on the line in midget football that ain't fun yeah <laughs> for me it wasn't right so did that in high school and then got the opportunity to play um collegially uh basketball I was a small center um my specialty was rebounding so went to Hastings College and and got that opportunity not only to get a scholarship there but also academic scholarship and then continued afterwards of just coaching um, y Sports, uh, WL Threats got me into officiating, and that's where I started working with young people. And through that, um, really has continued since then for 25-plus year uh, career. Um, worked at Lincoln Public Schools, have done leadership development, and my role there is um, getting to be the coordinator of culture, inclusion, and scholar development, which is something I really enjoy. But the, the bigger and the final score piece has gotten to do some work um, consulting and with my LLC of just broadening that a little bit beyond my job. That's awesome. So at Hastings College, so the, the two most famous alums there. Okay. Tom, Tom, Tom Osborne, Osborne and, Clayton, and, and Clayton Anderson. Clayton Anderson, I think I'm 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 in that I'm trying to be in that top five, <laughs> um, but but they also go by donor levels too, oh. so I don't want to go ahead and elevate myself too high um, on that ranking. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um. So I want to kind of switch gears a little yeah. bit. What did you think of? Mm-hmm. We're gonna go talk a little sports. Now. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so most definitely Husker basketball yesterday. Okay. Like, could you think of a more like perfect? afternoon is great when <laughs> you got the basketball team yep. winning you got the riola family in the building yep you got dylan throwing the bones yep. i mean people just like the baseball team won the softball team won is everybody just on cloud nine right now you know they, they gotta be and i think the thing is is when you talk about just that opportunity you got also in the in the winds like state basketball oh, yeah you came off the heels of state swimming we watched some of the swimming yeah we, we watched PBS. some of that yesterday yeah. Yeah. so i mean Diving, swimming yeah, it's a, it's a great time. I mean, yeah. you, you really think about it. Nebraska does, you know, not only just with its extracurriculars, but when you talk about athletics, like that N stands for something, mm-hmm. you know. And, and so for me, you know, you think about, you know, I kind of go back to the show a little bit when you just think about bigger than the score. It really helps define part of the culture that goes on, you know, in, you know, in the state. I right. mean, you got Kelsey's parents, mm-hmm. you know, in town. First time I think they've gotten to see him play collegiately. Yeah. It's, it, and at the, yeah. First at, time seeing him play D1 over in the U.S. In the, in the U.S. Uh-huh. And so, you know, you, yeah. you think about those components of like, 
win or lose, man, that's like, think about like how many parents are like, they don't miss a game or like they're upset if it's at the wrong time mm-hmm. or, you know, their schedule and their tournament is at odd times. Here's somebody who's, this is the first time in the United States they've gotten to see their, their baby boy play. Right. Mm-hmm. There's that's bigger than whether they would have won or lost. It makes it feel a lot better when you win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but we've got you know we've got to reflect on that. And so when you're seeing you know the success happen, that's great. But also I think it's what that success, the foundation, you know, what foundation that success is built on. Right, right. That's kind of like if you and Harris, you could chime in too. Like with the basketball team, like just think six weeks ago, like where Nebraska basketball was at and now they've won like what five of their last six. I think they're, or maybe six of their last seven, something along those lines. Yeah. You know, you're like, like our son who really didn't watch all that much basketball. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, he follows it and stuff, but now he's like kind of borderline obsessed. Yeah. Like we had to be home yesterday <laughs> at two thirty to watch it. And he like, doesn't really care about any other basketball. Like he's just like, excited to watch right. so watch the whole game yesterday like he's now he has to work on tuesday night but he gets off at nine o'clock so like oh we can watch the second half of the michigan right, right. state game and it's like just, and then they you know they put up a graphic of of like our big 10 record now is eight and ten yeah. and in the three previous seasons we won nine big 10 games total mm-hmm. in three years so like nebraska has a chance to win more big 10 games this year than they did in the previous three. three. And, and after two starters got injured and like, this just kind of shows like, you know, even talking about bigger than the score. Yes. They lost them some games, but they never quit. They right. never gave up. Right. They, they persevered. And now like they're having some really cool success and it's going to be fun to see where this goes. Well, and I think one of the things we got to think about is just what, two and a half years ago we had COVID. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, all that I, momentum that was lost for the teens and stuff that has to be hard. It is, and I mean, I had a daughter. Even I have a daughter who's a college athlete, and that was right after her freshman year. And so, you know, that was a disruptor in a lot of um, individuals, not only just physical development, yeah. but also competitive opportunities. And then the third is, you know, mental. Mm-hmm. And and so you know it affected everybody differently, but you want to be thankful just for for having the opportunity to to compete. These are going to be memories that these young people are going to take with them the rest of their lives. I mean, the coaches will get compensated; they'll move forward. You know, it would be great to to see the young man, you know, sign with Nebraska. But at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you know, it's got to be their journey, and they've got you know you you want them to have success that goes on to something bigger in life that's going to happen after four or five years and you don't want to be coulda woulda shoulda type people right i always think there's those coulda wouldas you know i could have done this if you know a coach would have done this or i'd have gotten this opportunity i would have done this if i was bigger faster stronger or i should have done this if i made different decisions shout out to the bears fans in the room yeah (laughs) yeah if we just if we that was was subtle if if we would have drafted patrick mahomes (laughs) 
Uh, if we would have drafted Joe Montana yeah. back in 1978. Oh, that's where my mind There you go. <laughs> I want to hear from that Cowboys fan. You've been on that treadmill yeah, for years know, now. You're going nowhere, buddy. You know, it's fitness fanatics. You talked about treadmill. Yes, I have hit back the treadmill. No comments on the Cowboys until until June. But, um, no, you know, but I, but I just think, you know, I think about that, and I think about those moments, and, you know, they've got kids or pitchers and things like that. Like, I, I do. I just think bigger than yeah. that whole deal, and, yeah. and there's very few. I remember I had a coach and, you know, he was talking about like, you know, how did you end your senior year? Like I always go yeah. back to how he talked about how did you end your senior year in school? And so if you're on a team, the majority of individuals in that room, except if almost all of them didn't end it the way they wanted to. Right. Right. Because how would you want to end it with a championship? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so you ask, you simply ask that question. Yeah, we lost in the championship. No, we didn't make the playoffs. Uh, this happened. I got hurt. Okay, you're defining everything from from that. We define mm-hmm. it by championships, and you you Nebraska has been great at that. A lot of institutions, that's what you pride yourself on, and I and I think that's a one barometer, that's one measurement stick. But I, I look at scholars that we had in here today, and you ask me what the focus of our show is. Is as I go back to this, is that a lot of kids will never win a tournament. Mm-hmm. We'll see parents all this weekend post and you'll see online, mm-hmm. oh, they played so hard. They played four games and this, that, and the other. Here's the final score, and that's great. And what I tell parents in third, fourth, fifth, after every tournament, I, I give them an assignment in two games when I'm coaching. Take pictures with you and take pictures of the ref sometime during the course of the tournament. Because if you're waiting till the end of the tournament to take the picture when they get medals, mm-hmm. some kids will never get they'll never achieve first or second place in that tournament. Doesn't mean they're not a good team. Right. Doesn't mean they're not any good, but we wait until that moment mm-hmm. to, to crown that success. And so if there's something I can give to those that are playing this weekend or the state tournament um, or Nebraska, take, take a moment and capture that image mm-hmm. um, and not wait. Yeah, that's good advice, though. So. Um, maybe you can give me some advice, too. <laughs> Why is it that as a spectator? As, no, as as oh. a as a NFL fan of the Bears. Okay, yeah. Why is it we start liking teams when we're so young, yeah. and then they don't do anything for thirty <laughs> years, and we're still wow. a fan of that team? Like we're kind of in the same so boat. We now. are. We are. It's been since '85 since the Bears won a Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah, because you right? were you were seven. I was seven, right? and you because okay. I was seven. I watched us play the Colts in the Super Bowl. And we got oh, Paris yeah. so young, right? I was so going to say, he's. I, mean, I was seven. <laughs> seven. <laughs> you got 20 years to wait before yeah. you can start complaining about your team. And then here, you know, here's the Cowboys yes. who had what's well, almost, like, almost like the exact same run as the Huskers, yeah. right? 94, 95, 97. All Super Bowl wins for the Cowboys. Same for the Huskers. And now here we are, and we're still fans of those teams that, like, why is that? They're like family, though. I mean, I, I think you got to look at it this way. Like, my dad is from Nacogdoches, Texas. I tried to be a Seahawks fan for a year, and I got a, about escorted out of the house. Okay? He, he bought a lifetime subscription. He's been, uh, he's been passed away for 10-plus years. Okay? Mm-hmm. 
we still have the lifetime subscription that he purchased to the Dallas Cowboy newsletter. It comes digital now. Yeah, yeah. But when we moved, my wife's like, why is this thing so heavy? I opened it up and it was all the Dallas Cowboy, like the, the paper newsletter that they used to send. And so it's, it's, it's like family. And, and, you know, I'll say this again. Like, we don't ever want to give up on a scholar. Right. I don't ever want to give up on another person. I right. don't ever want to lose hope. And I hope is something different, but I don't want to lose belief in individuals. That's the same thing with teams. That's the same way people support teams. And so I believe, I don't just hope, I believe that the Dallas Cowboys will be going to the Super Bowl next year. <laughs> every year. And I believe. And every year. Yeah, every year you think I, so. You know, yeah. I'm trying to figure out if I want to go buy tickets to the Big Ten Championship game for Nebraska, the Rose Bowl, or the National Championship game. I can't okay. decide okay. which one I want to go to. You're going you to have to talk about the financial people at home on that. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not going to advise you in a way that's going to make you spend time like, with me. Do I uh, yeah, go I mean, early or do I wait? I mean, like, well, this is the thing is, are you waiting to buy Beyonce tickets? Like, people right. get all, like, I told my dad, why don't you just wait? Why don't you just wait? Mm -hmm. You know, it'll come... No, she she went ahead and purchased because she has a belief, yeah. <laughs> right. you know. Yeah. And so I think we need to translate that. Not only, I mean, that's that's the way we are with teams. Yeah. I know, you know. Just, yes. And I and I admire people who truly are are stick with the group and aren't fair weather. And you know, shout out to Kansas City. But you know, it's like when the Royals won and the the Kansas City mm -hmm. won, the Chiefs won. Like oh, oh, I've been all my life, and all, my, and I'm like, there's a lot of wagons. Yeah, down I was like, mm -hmm. I was like Red. Rider? Yeah. What do you mean Red Rider? Not the BB gun, right. but the wagon, because yeah. there's a lot of people being pulled on that sucker all of a sudden. Yeah. The fact is, I look at the Bears, I look at play like the Colts, like I think about the you know the Browns, I think about the Cowboys. Like nobody's faking the funk. No. With those individuals. Yeah. And so, you know, for me, that's going to be, I, I'm going to ride. I'm going to die with them. You see the baby picture every Sunday. <laughs> I got a new one for next season. I'm working on it. I will personally wear a grown man Dallas Cowboy onesie <laughs> when we win the championship. Um, Southwest Airlines was pulled up during the championship game, <laughs> the playoff yeah. game. I was prepared to go <laughs> to Philadelphia. Um, so yeah, I think that's where it is. It's just belief. Yeah. Um, well, that's true. That's the thing too, though, because if you don't have that investment, then the return isn't as enjoyable. Mm -hmm. If you're not making that years long investment oh, in just, that team, you don't like, enjoy it. Just like when Nebraska beat Iowa, right? Like, seven long years game. of yeah. misery. And when <laughs> that clock, hit, I mean, at the start of that game, it was like, we were just kind of, you know, we were just trying to, to break a curse. Yeah. But then when it got so close to like, oh, my God, we might lose this. It was more like an exorcism now. Like it <laughs> yeah. turned into that. Yeah. But when the clock hit zero, Nebraska, what it was like, you just had like so much joy. I mean, it was just. I gave Nicole yeah. a hug. And I'm not like, a hugger. You can't believe this I'm happened. Like, why are right? you hugging me? But then at the end of the day, you wake up the next morning. The mortgage is due, the yeah. rent's due, the yeah. bills are due. You gotta go you're to teaching, work. You're teaching class. <laughs> right. You're, you're yeah. investing right. in other people's right. lifestyles. And yeah. the thing is, you're not gonna turn people away because they like a different team. <laughs> well, I mean, that. maybe well, a maybe. Texas fan. Well, I don't know. You know, I, I won't come in with a <laughs> we'll hook horn. Yeah. yeah, you know, we'll cross that bridge. No, <laughs> that's not true. Yeah. We have a Texas fan. You yeah. know, what about Miami? You know, is yeah. there, you put on the door, not allowed. Right, it's a vibe. Ban for the season. Yeah, no, but as like like you know, talking about after that, I a game yes you have so much excitement but at the end of the day it is just a game 
yeah. you know, and you have real life still there, win or lose. Um, you know, which I mean, when I was a kid, heck, I was just, oh, it'd be the world was ending when Nebraska lost. Well, think <laughs> about know? when you were playing the sports. World was small. Yeah, when you were sports. I mean, kids, you know, I, I remember like, man, I just, I suck today. Or, you know, man, this was the end of it. And, you know, and then you start thinking, if you could write a letter to your younger self. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. what you beat yourself up over or what you didn't put time. I know, you know, all of y'all played in, in different things. And I'm just like, I'm looking back and I'm like, man, I really missed this opportunity mm-hmm. during that time because I invested in something in a way that maybe I wish I would have altered it a little bit. And so mm-hmm. that's what I hope, you know, in the conversations and, and you all do it, like invest in your health, yeah. right. you know, invest in yourself because at the end of the day, one, you want to be around for those moments to be miserable, yeah. <laughs> but right. also to be excited. Yep. But the other part is, is just, you know, as we look at our show with Bigger Than The Score is just making sure, like, invest. I, I mean, I, I can think about countless moments that, I didn't take advantage of because I was so wrapped up into what the final outcome was. Mm -hmm. Um, And I mean, I can go on and on, but the quick one is my daughter. I remember their senior year, they lost the state tournament. Okay. Mm -hmm. Phenomenal run, this, that, and the other. And I was taking pictures and videos and just, you know, even the moment they didn't get the trophy, you know, for basketball. It was great. And I remember a young lady, you know, came up and um, it was a, she was like, I think sixth or seventh grade. And the mom was like, I'm sorry. She just wants to see Jaden. She goes, I told her she's not going to be. And I said, no, that's fine. When she comes out of the press conference or whatever. And she ran over and she hugged her. And, and I, I don't get emotional. I don't, I'm not a touchy feely person, (laughs) but I, I did really start to kind of tear up. And, and for me, that was one of those moments when it was like, it was about something bigger than the score. Mm -hmm. And I remember a couple days later, somebody called and said, Hey, do you have any pictures, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm like, why? And they're like, well, we didn't take any. Mm-hmm. We were upset. Mm-hmm. We, like, they weren't. Mm-hmm. And the fact is, is I had the pictures. Mm-hmm. I captured the moment. They had missed it because of where they were at mentally. Right. <laughs> disappointed because they lost yeah. the game or whatever. And here I am. Like, it's her senior year. You got, you got a lot farther than 30-some other teams yeah. and got mm-hmm. to be there multiple times. Right. So that's, those are the things I, I always fail to put forward to, yeah. to people. So thank you for what you all have been doing. All right. Awesome. Well, I'm sure we need to get to a break. Harrison's yes. over there just, come on, come on, come on. Nancy. I was right. laughing. There was a comment yeah. uh, from Ooh. YouTube. Uh, Chris said, I'm a Jets fan. The pain is real. So. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's longer than the Bears. Yeah, that's, that's so. a bad one. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you yes, very much for you. hanging out with us. We appreciate mm-hmm. it. Again, Bigger Than The Score is on before our show from 8 to 9. Um, you can always go back, check them out on the podcast. We're both under uh, the Ticket Weekends, yeah. Weeknights page, um, mm-hmm. you know, on iTunes, all the podcast uh, forms. So if you're looking for another podcast to add, that'll uplift you. Check out where our future is headed. Yes. It's pretty cool. Yeah, listen to the yeah. future yeah. the future of, of Lincoln, and and it just does a great job. So yeah. thanks, Pete, for stop, staying with us. Yep. And you have a great Sunday. We'll see you next week. Awesome. Thank you. All right. We'll be right back on Fitness yeah. Fanatics.